This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome into the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Saints fall 22-14 to the Carolina Panthers. Here is the Cajun Cannons rant. Bobby, what happened? And what's going on with this football team? Well, uh, Christian, it is the NFL. Uh, You cannot afford... Now, I could see maybe one game. You can't afford to to get off on slow starts three straight games. Uh, what? Uh, they need to slap each other around in the locker room uh, to come out the gate uh, smoking and not necessarily when your back is to the wall and then you're having to play uh, catch up in, in the fourth quarter. But I don't know if I ever saw uh, like you know three straight games, especially with a team with expectations to have uh, three uh, slow starts like we've had. I mean, you're not beating anybody. Christian, again, minus three in the turnover margin. Now we're minus six for the season. Uh, I, I would say we're lucky we're not uh, 0-3. But, you know, every game is different. But uh, all I know is uh, we need to protect the football and we need to take it away. Uh, for instance, Carolina was the only NFL team coming into this game to not force a turnover. And they got three against the Saints. So, Christian, their first two games, they had zero takeaways. They end up having uh, three today. So, it's just the same song and dance. And um, and I tell you what, you can look at the big throws by Jameis and all that. And I said this. Um, and it was really a combination of Sean Payton and Drew Brees. I said, you really want to, but I, I guess mainly leaning on Drew Brees. You won't appreciate a quarterback like Drew Brees till he ain't there no more. And then you have to, uh, oh, we got to go on. We got to move on. We got to move on. Uh, you know, the, the patch is not always greener on the other side. The grass is not always greener. You better watch what you wish for. Now, I'm not saying Drew wasn't ready to give up the goals considering where he was at with his arm. But I'm just looking at decision-making and, uh, and, and what it takes. It's just too many times in the game that uh, Jameis looks confused to me. Like, uh, for instance, if you look into the left and a guy's coming scot-free in your face off the corner, you have to know, uh, well, no one's going to block him. Uh, he's not just going to trip and fall down. The ball has to come out. It's like but he wasn't even aware of that. Just those little things uh, like that would occur, uh, which was occurring. Uh, the one thing we have still, again, when we were amongst the best on offense, we still can't convert on third down. Uh, Christian, we ended up being 5 of 13, 38%. We were 25th in the NFL coming in, who that nation. But our defense has played outstanding over on third down uh, because they were only 29%, uh, 4 of 14. 
So really, both offenses not getting it done on third down coming into the game, and both offenses not getting it down uh, uh, coming out, uh, getting it done coming out of the game. I mean, were you impressed with Baker Mayfield? I didn't. That was really the first time I'd say I watched the whole game uh, of Baker Mayfield. I didn't look at anything to write home about. Now they had the lead, so, you know, uh, once they had the lead, they were able to set the tone in the run game. That's why they ended up with 31 uh, rushing attempts and a 4.7-yard average. Uh, we only had 22 rushing attempts. So Baker Mayfield wasn't even 50%. Uh, I mean, if, if you look at it, he was sacked three times. Now, now Christian McCaffrey's a different cat. If you look at him, and, uh, and, and they finally did it, because only then there's two times in the series where he ran for over 100 yards, ended up having, you know, 115 yards total uh, from scrimmage, 108 uh, rushing. But you cannot afford, uh, if we would get this, we've done this in the past. If you get a scoop and score, you should win the game. You get like a pump, especially in the NFL, pump return for a touchdown, a pick six, a scoop and score, what happened with the Alvin. Uh, no, uh, normally teams in the NFL, when it's so close, whoever did that is getting them come out on the top. So we cannot uh, afford to let that come about. Uh, again, looking at uh, we're not good enough to have any field goals missed. We need Will Lutz uh, to be perfect. And it uh, looks like the right guard got run over on the, uh, on the block uh, field goal attempt. So that, that's something they're going to have to uh, address. Uh, you know, looking at, uh, I guess, Christian, you could say like a game ball as far as production. And, well, he's been targeted a whole lot. Uh, uh, Chris Olave has been targeted now 26 times the last two games. I, I thought he was more consistent this game. Had nine receptions, 147 yards, 16-and-a-half-yard average. Uh, look at Traquan. Again, opportunity to play, but I don't know. He banged his head. Looks like he maybe had a concussion. But four catches, 105 yards. But uh, looking at Jameis, uh, just too hot and cold. And what I mean by that, when he's cold, he's cold. And when he's hot, uh, he's pretty hot. On one drive, he went 7 and 7 We were losing 13 nothing. He went 7 and 7 all of a sudden, he, he drives the team down the field. We go, uh, uh, Chris, we go 10 plays, 89 yards, and basically uh, about three and a half minutes. So uh, I guess you couldn't get hotter than that uh, as far as uh, driving the team down. But, but, but way uh, too many ups and downs. Uh, I mean, I, I see a lot of um, confusion out there, uh, that, that not being on the same page. And um, I don't know. Uh, maybe this day and age you don't chew nobody's behind out, but uh, you don't see like uh, Dennis Allen, I guess, taking the approach we all pros, and so they have to know what they do. But um, but uh, do, do I see a fire um, being lit, lit on uh, the Saints behind? I mean, there's no to me. It's like oh well, we just can't do that, and and, and just kind of ho hum. Looks like there's not a lot of accountability on the sideline in the game. Yeah, yeah, the accountability and, uh, you know, almost the approach. And I don't know, you're paying these guys so much money now. It's either my way or the highway. You're going to get it done or we're going to have someone else uh, in there. It, it just seems uh, a lot of that going on at times. Um, and are our great players playing great? You know what I'm talking about? Where's Cam Jordan? Where's Tyron Matthew? Yeah, no, uh, Honey Badger in that long uh, play, him and P.J. Williams, they both missed the tackle. Uh, you know, on, on, the, on the long pass play. And, and that was a guy who just came over uh, from Jacksonville, Chenault. He was like a second-round draft pick, if I can recall. I want to say it was in um, 2020. I had written that down in my notes. It was 
I mean, a guy that's really uh, not a household name. Yeah, he was second-round draft pick by the Jags in 2020, three years guy in Colorado. He just got him in a trade, and he burned us on a 67-yard touchdown. And uh, I don't know. Right now, looking at the safety position. To me, uh, way more consistency. Now, uh, Marcus made him play today, but way more consistency with Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins then we're getting the safety place, uh, play, whether it be P.J. Williams or Marcus May with Tyron Matthew. Uh, it just ain't happening. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not hating on nobody, but it's just uh, not happening as far as we're not taking away the ball. Uh, again, Christian, look, we finally got more than one sack. Uh, look, uh, Double D, Demarro Davis had a sack. Cam had a sack. But you're not calling out their games, uh, their names as much. Looking at Grandison and J.T. Gray, they each had – Half a sack, but you don't see us like um, uh, again, uh, Christian. Uh, you know how many interceptions we have after three games? Uh, zero. We have not uh, intercepted the ball. It just seems by chance we'd have had an interception by now, and uh, we only had three fumble recoveries uh, coming into the game. So, uh, what I don't think we recovered a fumble. Uh, you know, when I look at it today, no uh, uh, fumbles lost. Yes, uh, we did lose one. Yeah, Alan Kamara with the um, the scoop and score. So, so that's why we minus six for the season, and you know you're not gonna win. Now you might. Uh, I like our fight. Uh, like Coach Allen would say, how we played hard at the end. But man, at the bottom line is you gotta win. None of this. Uh, I read this. Um, be uh, like disoriented, uh, like and 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 not as disciplined, and we'd win versus oh we playing hard, we real disciplined, we don't win. No, you you gotta win. This is the bottom line business. Production business, that's the NFL, and that's what we have to do. And it's going to be a, a tough task at hand to come and win in England against the Vikings. Uh, they came back against Detroit, so they're going to be playing with confidence. Um, but, Christian, I said this, and I'm going to leave with this. I said this in the, the pregame, that this was a must win. You think we're winning the NFC South right now? I'd say hell no. Hell no. Oh, okay. When you're we, one and two in your division. Okay, we're one and two in the division. It's not no matter the season one or two. I'm not saying we're still going to be playoffs, wild card, and all that, so I'm still going to be optimistic. But as far as winning the division, okay, we're one and two. Think about when we've been NFC South champs. You, you, you know, we, I didn't do enough research on this. We might have now and then been four and two, but it's more like you're five and one. But we can't be five and one because we're already one and two. So when you, when you look at to actually say – to win the NFC South, you know, it's got to be interesting to see how the season's going to unfold. But you got to take care of it with, uh, within your division, your business, because how the games count. Now we'd have to uh, – got to beat Carolina, got to beat Tampa Bay, and then obviously we would have uh, swept the Atlanta even to get it 4-2. But that's why this is a disheartened loss. Uh, I really thought – Christian, now it's not – it's all uh, chicken in the sky is falling – uh, whatever, because I thought we could have uh, we could be two and one uh, right now, uh, but but not one and two. Uh, considering who we're playing and the tough schedule that's going to be coming up, um, Minnesota, um, uh, you'd have to say right now um, that, that we're probably going to be uh, one and three. But 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 I think I think we could beat the Vikings, uh, you know, and, and that might be again some uh, pie in the sky. Uh, but I, I just kind of remember the last time, uh, you know, when we got off with Alvin Kamara, that big touchdown game uh, that he had. But uh, the Vikings been kind of like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Uh, you, you look how they came out the gate uh, smoking against the Packers, then they lay an egg against the Eagles, 
And today they came back against the Lions, but uh, that's a division game. But so I, I don't know. To me, it's kind of a 50-50 ordeal if we can get back to 500 and be 2-2 two and two, uh, after the game next Sunday morning, 8.30 Central a.m., the kickoff uh, for the Huda Nation and the Saints in Tottenham at, at Hotspur Stadium in Tottenham, England, uh, against the Vikings. Bobby, you're not going to like this stat. The last time the Saints lost back-to-back games in Carolina was 2015 and 2016. What happened that year? Well, no we, playoffs. Uh, yeah, weren't we 500-like? Seven and nine. Yeah, Didn't that, make the well, playoffs. That, that's, that, that's, I mean, that's like kind of 500. Okay, what would be a five, you know what that'd be, Chris? That'd be one less game than we won last year. That'd be, you know what? That'd be, since we're playing 17, the way we're starting out, that's like an 8-9 type season. Oh, and what did Vegas have, have us at? Eight and a half or something? Oh, and everybody was taking over. I'm like shocked. I mean, I, I mean, I thought, come on, no. If we, Christian, if we don't win nine games or more, we're underachieving. And right now, we're definitely underachieving. Who he's, that? <laughs> he's Bobby Abear. I'm Christian Garrick. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 22-14, to 14, Saints lose back here on the point after. Jameis Winston throws for over 300 yards, yet they score just 14 points. His first 300-yard game as a Saint. Well, it was ugly, 300 yards. I, I don't know. It, it, it's like uh, it's almost... When you have nothing to lose, oh, let me just throw it. And then whatever happens. The touchdown to Marquez Callaway, that, that's like a horseshoe of his behind. Uh, are, are, are you kidding me? I don't he, even think he was throwing No, right. he was throwing to Johnson. He went throwing to Callaway. Callaway just goes up in one hand, snatch it. But, hey, it better be lucky than good when you get uh, that kind of production. But, Christian, when you look at it, I got to mention this earlier, but because, um, you know, I'm always intrigued with this. Uh, and, you know, to show you the parody, and, you know, we won the one playoff game, a wild card game back in 2017. Uh, we won that. But you look in the regular season, look how close. It's now 28 wins for the Saints, 27 wins for Carolina. Yeah, and think about all the number of games. And then you look at it. We had the lead in Charlotte, uh, but not no more. Uh, it's now 14 wins and 14 losses when we played in Charlotte. Uh, 28 games. But uh, – no, I I thought this is the time to take advantage and, and and kick Carolina when they were when they were down. They lost nine straight. That was the longest losing streak in the NFL. But you know Carolina had confidence, uh, Christian, and and I had um, I had told you this that they were confident 
looking uh, at what occurred uh, last year. Because in week two of last season, uh, they beat the Saints 26-7. to And uh, they got after Jameis then. He was sacked four times. He threw a couple of interceptions. And uh, do you know that was the – this is crazy. It just This sounds like typical old, old school Saints that – you know the last home game Carolina had won? Was that week two against the Saints? Yeah, it was week two. And so they have – it's over a year ago. It was over a year ago, and they finally got a home game. And so, so the Panthers uh, want to play the Saints at home every every week if they could. Well, they, they just play with confidence. Uh, I, I think sometimes our, our blocking schemes get confused with their stunts. You know, whether uh, some guy's coming free. Um, I mean, McCoy, that was one of his poorest games. He had two holding penalties. I mean, uh, Andrews Pete, nobody in our interior line to write home about. Uh, you, you look at even Cesar Ruiz. No, uh, we were so spoiled again when we had Jari Evans, uh, like Max Unger uh, or, or, you know, uh, Carl Nix and all those guys. Even Larry Wolford and all that right now, Christian, our, our offensive line is nothing to write home about. Uh, th- there's nothing. On offensively, who's truly clicking, can you say, offensively right now at any position? Maybe, maybe Michael Thomas? Maybe Olave. Alave, but he's been targeted a lot, and uh, at the beginning of the game, he dropped the deep ball. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, but I mean, he, at least he's not playing like a rookie. Yeah. But you can't say, uh, no, I mean, look, uh, Alvin Kamara looks as quick as ever, but you can't give up a scoop and score. What happened with that? So there's really nobody, uh, when you think about <laughs> on the offensive side of the ball, that, oh, he's playing like a pro bowl or all pro. Uh, no, it's been eh, it's been uh, nothing good about the compliment of defense. Right to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines we go. Renee on I-10. What's going on, Renee? You're on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Thank you so much, Bobby. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to mention something during the week that Ty Sukiyun had an article where a uh, local orthopedic surgeon discussed Jameis's injury. And, of course, as you know, he has some fractures. It will not he's not threatening any sort of paralysis. But what he said without saying it is that Jameis should be playing now because even though it is a soft tissue type of injury, it could affect his split-second decision-making, which is an essential for an NFL quarterback and what the Saints fans expect. So my question is, Jameis, as far as I'm concerned, really should be playing. Why is it? Andrew Dalton playing. As you said, three sluggish games. No one can really step up to the plate. The offense is clicking like it should. Uh, I think it's time for Mr. Dalton to come in, and I'll stop talking. You know, Renee, I think um, that if Jameis wouldn't have had a so-called strong finish, now uh, it was a strong finish against Atlanta to a victory, but this is a strong finish that didn't lead to anything. It just padded the stats uh, realistically when you talk about it. Because, you know, when we really click and, uh, and not, you know, some fantasy people and all might think differently, uh, but you don't want Jameis throwing the ball 41 times. Uh, you know, now you're having to play catch up. Uh, the reason why I say, okay, I, we don't want to run the ball 22 times. We want to run like uh, just say a half a dozen more. Like let's say we had 28 rushing uh, attempts and, and uh, instead of 22. 
and 35 passing attempts instead of 41. You don't think that makes a difference? It makes a big difference. You don't want Drew. You didn't want Drew throwing the ball 41 times. No, I'm just telling all quarterbacks. Uh, now, a few of them have been able to get away with it now and then, but they'll tell you NFL defenses, it catches up with you if you don't have uh, more of that balance. For instance, look now, I think this is because the liability of Baker Mayfield, and they had the lead. Uh, they don't, Carolina – uh, they didn't run that many plays. Uh, you know, when you think about it, we're supposed to run 65 or more. We ran 64. They ran 59 because nobody was converting on third down. But they don't, Christian, Baker Mayfield only threw the ball 25 times, and, and they ran it 31. So you think he would, like, throw it 31 and run 25, vice versa. But Well, it shows you that they're, they don't have a whole lot of confidence in Baker Mayfield. Well, uh, I, I, I am not, for watching Baker against the Saints, I'm not sold uh, that he, he's the, uh, the future quarterback. But – you know what it goes back to? And you know how the NFL is right now? Uh, that With 32 teams, there's never, ever, in, in, in year to year, 32 legit starting quarterbacks that a team's not looking for another quarterback. Now, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. When you look at really Jameis Winston overall, like Baker Mayfield, there's not 32 people in the world that are better than them. Uh, you know, when you truly break it down that way, so now, but because every year, if you got thirty-two teams, there's probably, I would say, a dozen to ten guys, ten to twelve guys on the back end that that team they kind of this is just a plug-and-play guy. We're looking for somebody else in the future to make us better, and, and I just think right now Carolina's not necessarily committed to Baker, like the Saints aren't committed uh, to Jameis. If they were that committed, they wouldn't have pursued Deshaun Watson in the off-season. Same with the Panthers. Yes, exactly. They both went into Sean Watson sweepstakes, right? Along with the Falcons and then the Browns as well. So yeah, so it just look again. There's not enough quarterbacks going around now. Uh, when she was uh, talking about uh, about Jameis, and why went Andy Dalton in there? Um, that'll be interesting to see, because I think Jameis would almost have to struggle for a month. Now it's not. We're not quite there yet. Before there actually could be make a change. But I, I think with his back, Jameis couldn't make all those throws if it, if his back was so whack that he – there's difference between hurt and injured. I'm not saying he's not hurt. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't make those throws if he, if he was truly injured with, with his back. You understand what I'm I saying? Get, he, I totally get what you're you, saying. You couldn't make that. Now, uh, you can mask the pain and whether you could be taking some orally that could uh, cloud your judgment, like she was saying, maybe decision-making. But what, uh, Jameis ain't been on something throughout his whole uh, pro career because <laughs> we've always questioned his judgment. Well, uh, the, the two interceptions they threw today, one was tipped and batted in the air. Yeah. The other one was towards the end of the game when he was just trying to come yeah. up with some miracle. So yeah, yeah. I don't think his, his decision-making was off today. I think he was off in general, not being on the same page with his receivers. We saw one ball going in one direction when a receiver was breaking another. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Taking your calls next on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. And welcome in to the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. The Carolina Panthers beat the Saints 22-14 to this afternoon at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. The Saints are loading up that, the buses and the plane. They're headed across the pond here in a little bit. Bobby, what's on our Oakland Heart Jewelers text line? Well, uh, I'm going to address this because uh, this 7143 thinks that I won't address this. But uh, when you're trying to compare like old school quarterbacks to new school quarterbacks, the game's completely different. How you can't hit the quarterbacks anymore, so you look the uh, touchdown to interception ratio. 
you had like the great Joe name and a number. Why he tell a bunch of old school quarterbacks, their touchdown to interception ratio was not that different. You know how you could uh, give the receivers the business down the field. How can you attack the quarterbacks? So this is probably some guy that's in his mom's basement, just so frustrated with life. Seventy-one forty-three. WWL Radio will not discuss text messages that speaks the truth about Bobby Aber. So what he basically does, he breaks down what I did in 14 years compared to where Jameis Winston's at. Okay, uh, we both threw a lot of touchdowns and we both threw a lot of interceptions. But, I mean, what does that have to do with Jameis Winston today? I wish Jameis Winston would play well because that means the Saints would be winning. All so, the fans are looking for somebody to blame, Bobby, and you just happen to be the one they, they Well, no, it's like he th- thinks I'm hating on uh, Jameis. Uh, I am not. I mean, the proof's in the pudding is that either you're a winning quarterback or not. All I know is I'm a winning quarterback. Jameis Winston has not been so far in his life, in his pro life. I'm not talking about the Heisman and all Heisman this, Heisman that. Did Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston look like Heisman Trophy quarterbacks? And what does that even mean, Heisman Trophy? Uh, I mean, What have you accomplished in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, I, you're, I, you're, you're a great college football player. Tim Tebow was one of the best college football players of all time. What did he do in the NFL? Nothing. Uh, Marcus Mariota having to go different places. Yeah. They win the highest. What, what does that mean? So that, okay, finally, so you can keep texting, and I address this, 71-43. Look at old school quarterbacks and their numbers, and then look at modern-day quarterbacks. What you have to look, what you have to look at, are, are, are they a quarterback of a winning team or not a winning team? What is their overall winning percentage? Let's just, you can put it at, um, you know, a dozen years or whatever, or 10 years, a decade, whatever. So, so that's the difference. Jameis needs to be the quarterback of a winning team, and he's a big part of that in the future, whether he's going to do that or not. 51 points in 12 quarters, Bobby. They're averaging, I'm sorry, 55 points in, uh, in 12 quarters. They're averaging right around four, four points a quarter. Well, you know who's more of a winning quarterback than Jameis Winston? Is Andy Dalton. Look at Andy Dalton. They both kind of played the same. Look at what Andy Dalton has done as far as giving his teams a chance to win and getting into the postseason. That means you're winning Super Bowls. Right now with Jameis winning Super Bowls, we would just be hoping we could take us to the playoffs. That's what we're hoping for right now. At least give us a chance. So, I mean, to say that we're just going to ride with Jameis Winston until the wheels fall off, hell no. Like Dennis Allen, if he's a man of his word, it's a production business. Either you produce and you play, or if you're not producing, we'll get somebody else. There's no hard feelings, just the pros. It's not like, oh, well, you got to give him a chance. He's really trying. I don't care if you're white, uh, black. Listen, who that nation could care less if we had a quarterback who was from North Korea? If we had a North Korean communist... And, and he'd be like a robot, whatever. And we'd be winning and producing, and we winning a Super Bowl. Saints fans say, well, I don't really respect what he does off the field, but I tell you what, he's a hell of a player on, and he helps us win. Yeah, I don't know if I could support a communist. I, it doesn't matter. I mean, Chris, as long as he's not spreading the communism to you. Yeah. But, but, but you know, so what? We're paying him, and he's giving it all to, uh, to, government, to North Korea. But he's helping us win. Listen, like you said, Bobby. <laughs> This is a professional sport. Jobs are on the line. Uh, it's a, it, as far as feelings, you, you know, he, he, who cares? Nobody cares. And, oh, by the way, the, par- the Panthers nor will the Vikings care about Jameis Winston's back injury. It doesn't matter. They're not getting any breaks. This is, this is 
wicked, cruel uh, reality of the NFL. Look at the beginning of the game, and uh, we end up getting uh, a, a penalty. Uh, Jameis got this on his behalf. Uh, they tried to give him the business, you know, when they flung him down. Now, how many times do you see any quarterback in the NFL, if they get too hard in the pocket, they turn around and look at the referee. You're not going to throw a flag? And I'm, I'm saying, no, we just tackled you. If I'd be a fish, that's why I couldn't be an official. I'd go, wait, get up. He just hit you hard. He tackled you. You know, get up. I mean, it's not, oh, no, you, got, you can't land on him. Oh, God forbid. What I want to know is what happened to Deontay Hardy? Uh, late scratch, healthy to my knowledge. Who who was who was coming out the gate smoking? Not Pro Bowl, but All Pro returner, and he's a healthy. You don't scratch. just bench. You don't just bench him. Not, not for Jarvis Landry and Marquez Callaway. I mean, they were fair catching the ball. You don't just you don't take that weapon off the field unless some something had to have happened that we don't what know. He snuck out after curfew and I he got know. caught or, I don't or know, something. Or uh, there, there's more was to late that. Was late meeting? It's, all those things can happen. There's more to that. I have no idea what it is, but, I mean, to not have him available for the game. Another thing, and I'm not trying to pile on here on Jameis Winston, but how many times did we see the Panthers blitz, all-out blitz, uh, Jameis Winston, zero zero blitz, not to mention right one right in his face that he didn't even see. you got to okay. be able to identify a free blitzer, a free runner, and be able to change the protection or oh, audible yes. to a different play or at least – at the, at the very least, have to call a timeout and, and adjust. And it, it's just frustrating to watch. And it shows you the the Panthers, just like the Bucks, they don't they don't respect Jameis Winston. They don't think Jameis Winston could beat them. Christian, I told you when this happened, when the blitz coming right in his face and he's looking left, now you have the majority of the receivers there and he don't acknowledge that, either you got to change the protection or if you cannot change the protection because the clock's winding down, you better have side adjust. I thought about that ball's coming out because you can't block no one and you always block inside out so the outside guy is coming free. You, you got to see that. He did not even see that. So I, I can tell you, when you're doing and team's going to keep bringing cover zero, I don't care all the receivers you have, you still can't go deep unless you sack a bunch, make the blitz or miss. But if you don't make a miss, you sacked. You know, you don't have time to throw it down the field. So what you have to do is side adjust. Now they're playing bumper run, tight coverage, quick slants, quick outs, inside fades, outside fades. But you can they blitz it. Oh, throw deep. Let's just throw it deep. No, you're not blocking everyone. You cannot do it. You have to side adjust, and hopefully you get the yards after the catch. When it's like third and 12, you might have to throw under the sticks to get the first down because you don't have time to throw. I don't, if you can't grasp that, uh, then I, I'm telling you, we're in trouble. 22-14, to 14, Saints lose to the Carolina Panthers. This is the point after on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back here on the point after Saints lose 22-14 to to the Carolina Panthers. Right to our Orquin Hard Jewelers talk and text lines. Roland, you're on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? Hey, Roland. Hey, what's up? I, that text message that you got earlier, Bobby, that was, that was BS because it's two different NFLs. Right. The quarterback right. this time. So that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But um, I was calling it on uh, two fronts. I thought uh, I was trading uh, – C.D. Deuce, I think that was an impact on the defense. I see a difference in, in uh, sort of safeties a little bit. Um, some of something with Tyron, man, something's off. Maybe he's getting a little older. I don't know. You, you know exactly. Uh, yeah, something's off. Something, something's definitely off. Yeah, and you, then, you, um, you know, off. Roland. The thing is, you know how the coach always says this, and Deuce and I talked about this. You know how they say this, and it's true. It's all the teams. They'd rather get rid of a player a year too soon than a year too yep. late. Because you might yep. say, well, they're still the same individual. No, you never know. Uh, like, you know, when Peyton Manning went down, he went down. Now, we wait for Tom Brady to go down. You, look at, you can look at all the different positions. Whether they play on the line or they're a skilled player. No, you can't go down fast. And, and I've noticed. Uh, listen, Roland, we have three games. We don't have an interception. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and offensively, um, not, 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 not to knock Winston, but just inconsistent, real inconsistent. Um, and I, I thought we should have went to a uh, quarterback change, but it is what it is right now. It's just yeah. something's off. Something's off. Well, yeah. we, we got to get off to a fast Roland, start. Roland, tell me if Roland, tell me if you agree with this. Bobby and I had talked about this. I'm not saying that this is necessarily the case here, but what's the old adage, right? Um, teams take on the personality of their head coach, right? And Sean was tenacious, energetic, uh, something brutal sometimes. And Dennis Allen, that's not his personality. And I'm not saying that you can't lead, that there's a one size fits all style leadership. We've seen Dick Vermeil, who was a quote unquote players coach that was laid back, that won a Super Bowl, right? Andy but, Reed. Andy, Andy Reed, Reed, right? It can be yeah. done. But what I'm what I'm starting to wonder is, uh, you know, they feel like is Dennis Allen. On, Treating them like, hey, these are pros. I'm not going to dig all into them. I'm not going to. They know the expectation, but sometimes I think they got to be reminded of the expectation. No, I agree with that 100. percent I just see a team. I see a team, man. Um, we we lost to the day. We we lost to a bad team, a real bad team. Right. What does that make the same? Oh, he was horrendous. What does that make the same? Well, no, no, but 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 Christian, you know what's crazy? Look at Jacksonville. How sorry they were last year. Look how they. Um, uh, how they turned things around, you know, at the beginning of this season. And then you look at Carolina, lost nine in a row. You know how, you, Roland, you watch like a college game, you say, well, this team has no chance. And, you know, the point spread might be 30-some points, 40-some points. But you look at the NFL. Uh, that, that, that <laughs> right, right. And then, then you look at, and you look at Carolina, like coming in there today. They got guys flying to the ball uh, defensively. Now, whether uh, how the ball bounced their way, but – Look, uh, they finally took it away uh, today, and then that, look, you got a defensive score, a scoop and score. Th- that's the best momentum th- they could have had to encourage them. And you know, the last time they won in that stadium was against the Saints uh, a year ago, oh, a little yeah. over a year ago. 
Bobby, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, this was their proverbial one dud of the year because if they were 2-0 and and I'll just laid an egg, okay, you could write it off to that. Okay, they're overlooking the Panthers. It can't be a trap game. Uh, but the way they've played, there's 12 quarters now, three games worth of plays and things to analyze and to pick apart, and there's a lot to pick apart with this team, a lot. Not not like they were 2-0 and and they just had a bad game. There's a lot of things that are going wrong for this football team. Well, the way it's uh, working out, uh, maybe we should take a more baseball approach now. I'm saying that jokingly. Uh, this is from 1774. Maybe we could play Andy Dalton the first three quarters and bring Jameis in the fourth. You know, we <laughs> let Andy Dalton start, and then Jameis could come be out close in the fourth quarter. No, Jameis has been unbelievable, uh, you know, when you look at the fourth quarters. But, boy, at the beginning – I mean, against Atlanta, he had minus two yards passing, net yards, minus, not even on the plus side. Chris, I don't know if I, I haven't seen that in a while. That uh, professional. You never did that, that for that texture that that was reminding you earlier of how. No, how... no, I, I never had minus net yards passing in a half. No, it, it just doesn't happen. Right back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines, Hollywood. Go ahead, Hollywood. You're on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Christian. How y'all doing? Hey, Hollywood. Are Could you be discouraged or what? No, that was a pitiful, poor game that we played in a long time against a, a bad team. As long as we got Jamin Winston as a quarterback, it's time to make the change now. If we don't make the change now, we're not going to win that game with him because he makes this a bad football team. That's the way I see it. I don't know. I think he gets one it. more game. Yeah, it'd be interesting to okay. see is going one more game, Hollywood, what's going to happen um, in England uh, against the Vikings, uh, which the Vikings are way better to me. Like, uh, they were always in the offseason and, and uh, postseason talk. Way better than Carolina. So, uh, now they laid an egg. They got spanked by, um, by Philadelphia. But then, you know, they're 2-1. and one. Now they had to come back against Detroit within their division. But then they, they crushed the Packers. Uh, the first game, so, so Hollywood. No, I, I, I think. I mean, I mean, I think if we beat Minnesota and England, it's an upset. What do you say right now, Christian? I, I I'd say it's no, an I upset. I would agree with you. I, I think they're going to be underdogs going yeah. over there. Um, all right, we'll step away and come back, Hollywood. Thanks for your phone call. If you want to jump in the conversation, I got one line open on our Oakenheart Jewelers talking text lines five zero four two six zero one eight seven eight. Saints lose to the Panthers twenty two to fourteen. It'll be a long flight over there across and, the pond. And, and, and you know what? As we go into the break, uh, you know, I want to bring this up because we've got to touch on this about like Chauncey Garner Johnson no longer there, CD Deuce, the swagger that he brought on the defense. And they, they were almost, if they're not going to sign him long term, they were almost counting. That's why they drafted Alante Taylor. But guess what? Alante Taylor hurt his knee and he's on injured reserve. I think from the standpoint of just the depth argument, they're missing CD Deuce. And the swagger, I agree with you. I agree with you, but the long term, I think the Saints did the right thing. Yeah, if, if, if you look at it, well, you're not going to pay him in the future, but as of right now, Christian, yeah. 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 I mean, CD Deuce might have been going berserk uh, uh, the way, uh, you know, things that occur on defense. That's another reason why they probably didn't want to sign him, because he could be a bit of a headache. Well, well, maybe we need more headaches to light a fire on the, the Saints everybody. have enough headaches right now. No, we need to light a fire on the everybody. That's the problem. I'm, I'm a pro. I'm getting paid no matter what. He's Bobby. I'm Christian. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Oh, how we yearn for those days of the past. Welcome back to the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Bobby, you remember 2019? How many turnovers did the Saints have? Did they commit? 
Um, I, I cannot recall off the top of my head. I, I would say eight. yeah, eight, eight the whole season. The whole huh? season. No, I, not, now I do recall that because we were saying, well, if Drew Brees could continue to do this, he could play a very long time. So how many do they have through three games this year? Eight. We already got eight. Already oh, got wow. eight. Whoa. That is a scary statistic. Well, And, uh, and here's the thing, Bobby, yeah. for me. Tell me if I'm wrong. I know we're going to get to the text and the no. calls, but. That's point of emphasis, right? Are the co- when you when you when you're talking about taking care of the football, are you not driving that home enough? Fumbles and 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 back to back weeks from England fumble today uh, from Alvin Kamara. Is that is that on the coaches not driving home a message clearly enough? Well, or the center snapping the ball, the uh, the quarterbacks not looking for it, or uh, out of sync. They're just out of sync. Uh, no, there's no continuity uh, going there. That's. Well, you have this one injured, that one injured, and they don't really practice now, uh, you know, when you look in August. Uh, but, like, for instance, all I know is uh, this is something you got to practice all the time, and I think the Saints do because I've been out there in practice. Who is ultimately at fault uh, with the blitz situation? I can tell you right now that is the quarterback. I know they go over it in the meetings, but in the heat of the moment and the battle, whether you're setting the protection – because you could have a cover zero and you can't block everyone. So but you, you can change the play or change the change protection. Change the play. Now, if you don't have time, again, remember I told you, change the protection, change the play, then you have to have sight adjust. And what I mean by that, you don't have time to run like a, 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 a dig, a dig route, like a 15-yard end, 20-yard end, or a deep corner. It has to be like catch the ball if you're in a shotgun and you plant your feet and you throw it. Now, you know the quarterback can get ticked off? I, I, I got ticked off uh, against um, uh, Lonzo Hill, uh, against Mo Hill. i never forget this. We played in the 49ers. We practiced this blitz the whole week in the red zone. When you know it, they're doing the same blitz we practiced against. They go, oh, this is a touchdown. This is a touchdown. I could see Ronnie Lott, you know, coming over here, and I know he's going to get to me quick, and they're going to try and stop, uh, you know, Eric Martin, they got double team. So Lonzo Hill got one-on-one coverage. He's trying to get, get off the line, uh, Christian. And he's, like, going against, like, a, a safety, not like a quick cornerback. And I'm ready to throw him the ball. Jam! He's all jam. He's, like, on one knee. And I'm saying, Mo, come on, man. You're touching my money. Like, man, you got to get on me. That's a touchdown. We practice this all week, the leverage, you know, what to run. And then, and then he's looking at me like, man, like, you know, like, like what, what, what? And, and I said, well, part of the problem is you staying up till five o'clock in the morning and playing cards. Now the game's at noon, and you're up until five in the morning. Why don't you play cards to, after we win the game? Then you can play cards as much as you want. No, you're so tired. That's why you're not getting off the line. You know, just little stuff like that goes on. But when you could, when you attacking a blitz, it, it, everyone's accountable. But the quarterback is ultimately the number one. He's the number one has to be held accountable. Because like you said, changing a play, setting uh, the protection or where to know to go with the ball. And then I'll not, not see the blitz coming in your face because it's all we always block inside out. Well, then that sometimes, come on, Jameis Winston, he should know that by now. He's not a rookie. Jameis Winston's played enough. For him to not see that blitz are coming off of Carolina, and, and come on, it's not like he's still learning this complicated Sean Payton, Pete Carmichael, Drew Brees type offense. He's been in this scheme in office. I guarantee if Andy Dahl's running that same play, 
I'm not saying necessarily be complete, but he knows that guy's coming free on the right and that ball's coming out. Now, he might miss some big chunk plays, but he'll move the change more consistently, and we won't suck on third down like we're sucking right now, where you're only uh, converting 30%. How can you win time possession and have sustained drives? Remember I told you before, if you want the defense to be on your side, how about you possess the football and have sustained drives? Go on a 12, 14-play drive. At least get points, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, and not wait till the fourth quarter to finally get something going. Right back to our Ogden Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Mike in Mid-City, what's going on, Mike? You're on The Point After on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hey, man, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, hey, look, bro. Uh, Dennis Allen, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but you know, he's a loser, bro. You know, uh, and I think Jameis Winston, uh, he reached his uh, ceiling when he threw for the uh, 5,500 yards and 30 intercepts and set a record for the mob uh, pick six that he threw. You know, I mean, you know, uh, for to have a team to be so sloppy and 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 undisciplined, you know that you know that that show you that your coaching staff, all right, that your head coach is it, it, not doing his job. And for him to have been around Drew Brees, not and Sean Payton all that time, and to come out here and to look, have a team that look like that. I mean, that reflects on the, that's on the coaches. Okay, Mike, and, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike. We look like uh, more like what the Panthers have been doing uh, doing for nine game losing streak, like Matt Rule in the game. Did they look right. like that? Exactly. <laughs> right. Come on. Yeah, because look, look, it, 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 it's like Christian C. You know, uh, uh, is Carolina a bad team? Yeah. Well, what that make us look like? You know, we look we right. worse than them because they beat us. You know. I mean, it's, it's, I just can't. Uh, I just can't comprehend. Mike, excuse me, Mike. Excuse me. Pardon me. I said this to Bobby during a break. And okay, so if Sean Payton had not set the standard here for 16 years, the narrative would be from the fan base would be give him time, give him time. But because this fan base has experienced success man, high and stability, we're man, the, this the, is one of those cases where you're Dennis yeah. Allen. You don't. You know, I get it. You, you want to take a, any head coaching job you can get, but man, you got big shoes and high expectations to fulfill. Right. There's no That's patience. Right. And, and, and Mike, think about this: six, seven, eight coaches get fired every year in the NFL. Every year you can count on it. six, seven, eight coaches, and some after only exactly. one year. Another texter, Mike, earlier said. Exactly. The Saints should just tank, or, or who are they going to pick in, in the first round? They don't have a first round pick. No, we might get a, a first round pick for Sean. Yeah, Payton. but currently, currently yeah. they do not have one. Yeah, the tank. I mean, no, you you pros. Come on, you you, you got to play. You got to play like a pro. You're getting paid to play and, and to win. Tanking, no, like tank for. Uh, uh, you know, come on. I, that to me, I don't know. Uh, That's pro, insulting to the fan base to do. Well, that. if a pro player can even grasp that. Tanking. Yeah, they shouldn't be a pro. No, you're getting paid all that money? What? Come on. Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick, this is the point after here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 22-14, to 14, Saints lose to the Carolina Panthers. Welcome back to the point after here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines. We find Gavin in New Orleans East. Go ahead, Gavin, you're on the point after. Good evening, Bobby, Christian. How y'all doing? Uh, uh, all right, Gavin. Uh, what you got? I'm meh. <laughs> I need, I need, uh, I need a drink with this loss. Uh, preferably some Crown Royal. Um, 
Well, and, and, and you know, Gavin, Gavin, when you say you need a drink, you know why? Because this is a win that if you count on 10 wins, uh, you probably were counting on beating Carolina twice, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, Carolina had, I believe they had won since they actually played us last year. And, yeah, they lost uh, nine in a row. <laughs> they lost nine in a row, and this was just pathetic. Uh, and all, and it's not just Jameis. Uh, you know, Jameis has been bad, and I know he's injured, but he has not lived up to expectations. But on the flip side of it, too, I think the whole team has been bad, especially our offensive line. Um, I think even from our defensive line, not being able to get pressures on the quarterback. You know, Baker Mayfield, and he I wasn't impressed with him either, Bobby. He didn't really do too much. Right. But, how many times? But we only sacked him one time, and there were times when, if you remember, on that play before that touchdown, he actually was about to go down, and the guy missed him. So it's just it's poor tackling. It's uh, it's poor tackling. It's blown coverages. It's just uh, you know missed uh, drop balls. It's missed missed throws and so forth. It's just the whole combination of things. And well, I don't think Dennis out. I, I really never had faith in Dennis Allen from the beginning because what did he do in Oakland? Well, for, to be fair, Gavin, that was a mess of an organization when he took over. But but what coach. but what if like Gavin said, yeah, okay, but, what did he do in Oakland? But you know what, uh, Gavin it might be more a, a fair question. You could be a great coach, well, even my great coach, but not necessarily a great head coach. Yeah, you might be a great defensive coordinator. A look of Wade Phillips, a look of Vic Fangio. You can probably – I can get to a handful of individuals that, man, a, a lot of teams want them as a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, not necessarily a head coach. So you, you don't know. That doesn't mean he, he can't coach. But I know one thing for us, Gavin and, and Christian, for us to even have a chance, who that nation, for us to have a chance. You know where we at right now defensively after one or two start def, uh, defensively? We're middle of the pack. What? We, we got to be uh, for sure top 10, if not top 5. We are middle of the pack right now with our defense, which is, what, average. We can't be average. We got to be above average to great for us to win with this team def- defensively. That's where we have to be, and we're not there right now. Gavin, thanks for the phone call. More of your calls next. Plus. And we were, the, the Panthers only had 12 first downs. But the diamond in the rough performance of the game is next, along with what's bugging Bobby. That'll be fun. This is the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Back here, hour two of the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Diamond in the rough performance of the game presented by Friend and Company. You have a friend in the jewelry business. I'm going back to back weeks now here, Bobby, with Shy Tuttle once again being in the top two or three tacklers as a defensive lineman. It shows you you're winning your individual match up, matchups and tackling. Uh, he's got seven combined this past game, albeit in a loss to. Uh, the Carolina Pack, uh, Carolina Panthers. Excuse me. Um, well, he's got. He had five solo tackles, two assists, combined for seven. Christian, I don't know if I've witnessed this uh, in back-to-back games uh, that uh, he's um, he's in the top two in tackles. Usually, like I said, that's a linebacker, or that'd be like a safety, a combination safety linebacker, um, uh, but but not a D tackle. I mean, they have seven combined tackles. Uh, Christian, look at it now. Uh, for the season, uh, he has 18 in, in three games. I mean, that that is, that is outstanding. Uh, well, you know, when you look at that, and then uh, you look at unassisted tackles, he has like nine. So at the point of attack, no, Shy Tuttle 
is actually putting up the numbers I thought David Onyemata might, might, uh, would have put up. Now, I'd have to look more at the interior, how the blocking schemes, are they focused more on Onyemata and giving Shai Tuttle an opportunity to win? But Shai Tuttle is uh, putting up David Onyemata big money, uh, uh, and he will be rewarded. If Shai Tuttle keeps that up and can't pay everyone, someone will pay uh, Shai Tuttle in that regard. And another player uh, who we have to acknowledge he surpassed everybody. It's not even close. And you know what I think of Demario Davis, uh, but you know who's been the tackling machine right now is Pete. Pete Werner. Pete Werner now has 30 total tackles. Uh, when you look at it, Christian, he is at 23 unassisted solo tackles. So th- that is pretty much getting it done. So Averaging 10 tackles a game, it leads the NFL. Yeah, okay, but, but right there. He just said, okay, it leads the NFL. You don't have to say like, oh well, he he's um, taking advantage of playing alongside Demario Davis. Well, he still leads the NFL. So uh, I mean, you can't poo-poo that uh, one way or the other uh, when that occurs because uh, th- that is uh, highly impressive. That and uh, I was looking for something, Christian, uh, about Pete Werner. Let me see where I got it. Yeah, I think I got it right here. But when you look at uh, Pete Werner and, and Christian, um, that. Uh, let me see. No, no that was uh, – I got to – yeah, here it is. Uh, like you said, uh, leads the NFL uh, now in solo tackles. See, you look at like an you know, open field. Can you make the tackle or is it a missed tackle? A lot of times you can have an assisted tackle. But to me now, after three games, lead the NFL in uh, solo tackles and you look amongst the best now in tackles. I thought Coach Nielsen said it best. He's got a, a very good ball awareness. That's what you see uh, when he plays. He's in the right spot to make plays. And good players do that. Uh, if he stays healthy, I could see what they thought they had in Pete Warner, where they drafted him uh, alongside Demario Davis. In other words, we're one and two right now. And it's not because Pete Warner's not doing his job. All right, we'll step away and come back. It's the point after here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Your calls are next. Back here on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. We go Scotty and Harahan on. Line six. Go ahead, Scotty. You're on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. How are doing? Good, thank you. All I have to say is I think we have some bad decisions. We got rid of C.D. Deuce for Tyrone Matthew. Bad decision. And as far as quarterback, he ain't, he's not the answer. He's not the answer. Bobby, what you think about all this? Tell me. Well, um... Listen, I, I, listen. I love Honey Badger. I mean, one of the most dynamic players in LSU football history. Uh, he was dynamic uh, at a pro, depending on where he was at times with uh, with the Cardinals. Um, but then they didn't want to in- necessarily invest in him in the future, so he goes to the Texans, and then that didn't quite work out. It really worked out for him with the Chiefs. I mean, he was world champs, uh, you know. But there's a reason why maybe the Chiefs they want to invest money in him in the future, and uh, I'm not saying he can't have an outstanding game or two, but uh, to be the playmaker that we thought we were getting like when he was younger, that might not be the case. I mean, you look on that long touchdown, I mean, he he just whiffed. I mean, was it last, was it last week, um, was it Leonard Fournette that ran over him? Who, who yeah. Was it? Yeah, and, and you know, and, and – Tyron Matthews is a little guy. He's not big. And he, he's tough as could be, but, you know, it's all about angles and, and you get older. 
so, I mean, I I don't know the future with uh, Honey Badger, but I know right now we need him to play at a high level and at least take away the football, uh, be a difference maker in that regard as far as getting takeaways, whether you're punching the ball out or or, or t- taking a chance and getting an interception. Right now, I mean, that's that's unacceptable. Um, I mean, and uh, Dennis Allen is the is the defensive back coach. That's his background. But he really, uh, when he started excelling in the NFL before he became a D coordinator, uh, now he's coached different positions. But it was really a defensive back that we have no interceptions uh, right now. Now, as far as uh, Jameis Winston, uh, if you look where he's at right now, uh, I think since he's somewhat, and it is misleading because you look at, uh, you know. Uh, the inconsistency that comes about. Where was he at as far as because you just, if you just read what he accomplished, okay, three hundred fifty-three yards, twenty-five of forty-one. He was sacked one time, had a touchdown, had a couple of interceptions. Then you look at it when you you know it's kind of a hail mary uh, type situation. But when you look how the game was unfolding, and what I mean by that, you look at like very similar to previous games except for the fourth quarter against Atlanta that, um, okay, what is actually happening? Well, you know what? Again, in this game, and we were down 13-0. to We're going into the fourth quarter. We still haven't scored. And all of a sudden, that's why you never know. Talk about Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. All of a sudden, it's not even the same person. Jameis Winston on one drive goes 7-for-7. Seven 7-for-7. Seven. Seven seven. We go 10 plays, 89 yards, 3 minutes, 28 seconds. And then you look at it, well, why he can't have those kind of drives maybe, I'm not saying every drive, but like not just a flash in the pan, about three or four times a game maybe? Back to your calls, 22-14, to 14, Saints fall to the Carolina Panthers. They're now 1-2. and two. This is the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network. Back here on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints radio network along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. I'm Christian Garrick. Bobby, what you got you going on the text line? Well, Christian, a couple of texts. This is from 9186. The defense is not the problem. Uh, somebody needs to light a fire under that offense. Uh, defense only gave up 15 points. And when you think about it, and it's another one from 2592, the, the defense is fine. The offense is doo-doo. And I'm being kind. Uh, the words used, but if you look at it, uh, scoring defense, and, uh, Christian, that's one thing. I said this day and age, if you're under 20 points, like 19 and a half points, uh, you shouldn't lose a game. Well, uh, if you look at it, we should have won the last two games. I mean, we gave up 13 points defensively last week. We gave up 15 this week. So that's basically, you know, on average, uh, you know, 14 points a game. No, you, you should win. We should be efficient enough offensively when our defense is playing that well because – you could even be like bend but don't break. You know, if you're forcing field goals, you have to look at the total point to what you're giving up defensively. And if you're giving up in this day and age, the way the rules are structured for the offense to succeed, if you're giving up in the teens, yeah, you should win the game. But again, if, if you're turning over the football, I mean, it's not the defense's fault that all of a sudden they get a scoop and score or a strip and score, you know, with, with Alvin Kamara on that run. Bobby, you remember you remember when I earlier in the show when I was telling you that uh, forty one of the fifty five points the Saints have scored in three games uh, have come in the fourth quarter, right? And and fourteen points have come in the nine other uh, right nine other quarters out of the twelve. Well, 
the Saints offense, think about this, are responsible for giving the other team 14 points in the last two games, which is as many as they've scored in nine quarters, the Saints. And, and we've given that up. Yeah, Saints offense has. Pick six. No, and a, yeah, yeah. The thing and is. Scoop and score fumble. Listen, what was so magical the year we won the Super Bowl, uh, we had seven defensive touchdowns. Think about this. Hmm. With, uh, uh, um, with Sharper. Now, you know, when I talk about off the field, I talk about on the field with Darren Sharper, we had seven defensive touchdowns, whether it's a pick six, scoop and score. I mean, yeah, those kind of games, the NFL, it's, it's so hard. And then that those games, they count that as a, as a team. All those defensive special teams, and you break down a game, that, yeah, uh, Carolina, when they look how they got their touchdown to kind of set the tone, and like I said, and, and you saw, are you scoring like a pick six to close out a game? Because the Saints have done that a pass. In the past, look, P.J. Williams did that against Tom Brady. Uh, we've done that before. No, that, that, that team should win. So we need to get back to – but, Christian, first of all, uh, we got to cause more uh, turnovers, get more takeaways, which we haven't. Um, you know, I still, that's mind-boggling to me uh, that we have not had – Oh, I'm just thinking of this. They have not had an interception yet. But do you know when I look in training camp, Christian, nobody was intercepting the ball. A lot of PBUs. A lot of passes defended, PBUs. You know who was intercepting the ball? 22. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who's no longer here. I'll tell you, it was like three or four to one. Chauncey Gardner had a couple of pick sixes against Jameis in, in practice. Uh, against the offense, now Paulson and Debo was outstanding, but Christian he didn't have the interceptions. Lattimore, outstanding. Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, all of them, you know, all doing a, a fine job breaking up passes. But the only one that was intercepting was Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And Christian, I want to say in training camp, he for sure had uh, uh, Nick Underhill usually gets all these numbers right. That I know he probably had seven or eight picks, and and the other guys were lucky if they had uh, one or two. And I'm just telling you, making plays on the ball, and so it is what it is. That's one thing we have not intercepted any passes yet, and that's something to turn the tide and momentum of a game. We have to be able to do in the secondary. Usually, those things because you remember in 2009, those things don't just magically appear. It starts happening from game one. Remember that in 2009 against the Lions. Uh, then it snowballed into the Eagles. And, right. I mean, so it's not all of a sudden. I don't know that you can just all of a sudden find uh, interceptions. Either you have that ability or you don't. And I think the Saints, as you pointed out, compared to what they had last year at safety between Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins, it's been a downgrade between Marcus May and Tyron Matthews. It Matthew is not so definitely, it's definitely, so far, it's definitely not been a push. It has not been like, oh, well, you know, we didn't miss a beat. No, uh, we have missed a beat. Chris in Madisonville, you're on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines on the point after. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Bobby and uh, Dave. Um, yeah, what's up, man? Hey, Chris. To y'all. Hey, Bobby and Chris, and I haven't talked to y'all uh, like in two months. Well, well thanks you know for calling. Saying? What you got? Yeah, look, Bobby and, and Christian, look, um, I'm not really happy with the way we're starting up this year, you know, and I know they will probably correct their mistakes and faults. But, look, guys, what I'm trying to say is 
I, I just pray and hope that we win next week because if we're not, if we're going to be in a tough decision, uh, three and one. One and three, I, I you mean? I was getting one and three. I was getting, I was getting upset. I was getting upset. You know, so I mean, you weren't the only I one. Mean, we got some talent. You should see we, our text line on our Facebook got, chat. It's a lot of what, angry you people. Think out we there. got talent. Say again. Hey, Bobby and D. I mean, I keep calling you D. Bro. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, what do you no. got? <laughs> no, dude. Um, what do y'all think by end of the season? What do you think our record should be? If, rec- playing ball. if they if they keep playing like this, handful of games they'll win. They'll lose about twelve. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, th- that would be to me uh, totally unacceptable. I-, I think it's unacceptable they don't do what they did last year uh, because uh, they upgraded the receiving core, and, and now and we we're snake bit with injuries. So, uh, I mean, to me, if they eight wins and eight and nine versus nine and eight, you say, well, that's basically the same. But um, to me, eight wins, eight and nine are like seven and ten. No, that that's totally unacceptable considering the expectations. And then, if you throw in like a, a five and twelve type season, no, uh, come on, uh, heads have to roll. Uh, I mean, that, that that's totally unacceptable. Thanks for the phone call, Chris. Um, hope your night ends well. Be careful. You sound like you've had a few, so just be careful. Uh, William in Scotland, all the way in Scotland. On the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. I'm sorry, I'm gonna put him up. Go ahead, William. Hey, here we are in Scotland. Yes, we were open Scotland and got here about a week and a half ago. Tied this trip in with the Saints game coming next weekend, and I gotta tell them, you know what? <laughs> The jet lag is real, and it feels like they're playing like they're in jet lag already. So when they get over here, they better be ready for it because it's a real thing. And the Vikings are one of those teams that always had our number. If we're not careful, they're going to show up over here, and it's going to be an embarrassment. So I'll hang up and let you comment, please. The last two games have been an embarrassment, quite frankly. It just has. When you look at the numbers, and Bobby, you point out all the time, but back-to-back weeks – you're minus three. You have eight turnovers committed through three games when you had eight all in 2019, the entire 2019 season. You're getting um, players lining up off sides, two holding penalties on Eric McCoy today. Um, Cesar Ruiz try, trying to make a block on a pull, and, he, and his pads are high. He's too high, and a defender blows him up. I mean, these, these are things that should be handled, should, especially for Ruiz, who's been in the league, what, three years now. This, that was the narrative coming out for him, but they in three years haven't fixed that. Well, and, and then Andrews Pete, he missed a stunt, and uh, he's not you know moving his feet properly. And then now uh, Andrews Pete was dealing with a concussion, so he he'll I don't know he'll probably be out now for a month and a half. They'll throw a Throg Martin or something in there like they did in, in the game. But the only thing looking at the glass half full. Um, Across it's the, a travesty. I'm sorry, Bobby. I don't mean to It's a travesty the Saints didn't rush for over 100 yards against the Panthers. We said going in, couldn't stop a nosebleed on the ground. Yeah, no, the, the, they weren't stopping uh, anyone uh, coming into the game. I mean, they had uh, given up. They had yielded uh, 320 yards uh, rushing in their first two games. Uh, now, it started a lot like we were going to be able to run the ball. We only averaged, though, 3.4 yards a carry. So that means we're getting whooped up front. 
And it looks like we were going to run well against it. Then and Alvin Kamara, that, that whole uh, you know strip fumble. Yeah. And, 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 and well, uh, second play of the game, uh, he had a nice run. Right. I think it was 14, plus 14. He had a long run of like 27 at one time in the game. Ingram had one of seven. But uh, going back to like jet lag and all that, um, it seems like it didn't affect the Saints in the past. I'm going to look at the glass half full. Now, maybe because we had Drew Brees at quarterback, that can maybe make a difference. Uh, you remember, we, uh, I think we're undefeated in England. Uh, I want to say off the top of my head, we beat the Chargers, Drew's mm-hmm. old team. Uh, we beat Jake Cutler, and we shut him out. And the Dolphins went 20-0. to zero. So we've actually uh, been pretty good uh, in England. But I don't know what that, that what difference is going to make this time. Does that make any difference? But it's not like you can't say, oh, well, in the past we've had jet lag. Well, we, cannot, we never play good. No, that's not, no, we have played well. And we have won over there. And going territory. over there a week beforehand, every time. Both times they've gone over there, they've, they've flown out. They played the Panthers in week three and have gone out there, or week two, and have gone out there and played in England and played well in 2008. It was the Chargers that they, that they beat. And then, they, as you mentioned, they shut out the Jay Dolphins, Cutler and the Miami yeah. Dolphins in 2017. And that was the year that they started out 0-2. That was their, thir- their first win of the year. And, and so and it propelled uh, them into a playoff berth. And so almost your backs it to the wall like a wounded animal. So you and have Ken to Crawley was your cornerback. It was your starting cornerback. Think and, about that. So, yeah, yes. Not the quality of cornerbacks we have now. So. Ron in New Orleans. Go ahead, Ron. You're on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text lines. Yeah, how y'all doing? Good, Ron. Thank you. Hey, Ron. Yeah, look, I was calling to find out, uh, can y'all tell me what was going on when Jameis was on the sideline with one of the coaches and they were discussing something and he seemed to have gotten upset about something and jumped up off the bench and uh, a couple other people had to restrain him. Do y'all understand do y'all well, know what was going on there? Uh, uh, Brian, my understanding, what I, what I think I saw, uh, now, you know, the visual of it, it looked like uh, he had a problem maybe with the quarterback coach, Coach Curry, and um, come on, that has to be your best friend. Uh, you know, he wants you to succeed because if you succeed, that makes him look good. And then, therefore, he gets to keep his job. So uh, I, I, I don't know if, if Jameis didn't like the way he was being coached by him, but I would tend to take uh, the coach's side in that one because he's there to help Jameis be a better quarterback. And, look, some of that goes on fairly often. You know, we're a quarterback. You know, It happened with the Patriots at times with Tom Brady where, you know, he didn't agree with – what was uh, Bill O'Brien? I think it was. <laughs> Got into it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. When when he was so, there for, for I don't uh, make a whole lot out of Texans. that. Yeah. I don't I don't make a whole lot out of that. But um, it's it's another thing that is under the microscope though. When you play like this and you lose, everything is magnified. Everything, every function of your team is magnified and scrutinized. It just is. And look, Dennis Allen and these players, they're professionals. They're grown men. They gotta. Well, they gotta have thick skin. I'm sure they do. Now, now, Ron, uh, I can tell you that Dennis Allen is not coaching Jameis Winston. Right. Dennis Allen is a defensive coach. If the defense right. is struggling, uh, uh, Dennis Allen needs to look in the mirror. Now, to get the team motivated, the whole team, and how they respond to him, that that's in his shoulders. But as far as X's and O's and what Jameis is doing, what the offense is doing, Dennis Allen has nothing to do with that. He has zero. It'd be like Sean Payton Payton had nothing to do if the Saints defense was sucking. Now, he might get on Dennis Allen or whatever. I had another point I wanted to get over. Um, 
the uh, the team as a whole seems to, seems to be undisciplined. And uh, I don't know if it's a situation where the players uh, don't have the same respect for Dennis Allen as they have for Sean Payton, or if they don't have the fear of Dennis Allen that they have for oh, Sean Payton. Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point right there, Ron, the fear. I think right. that you have to have certain respect. I don't know if it's respect or fear is the right word. Yeah, right, that that right, you had to right. do your job. I'm getting rid of you behind. I don't care how much money you're making or, 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 or you got to go. And that's just the way it is. At some point, Dennis Allen has to make an example out of somebody. That, that right, right. Right, right now, I, I don't, I don't, I think they felt that uh, they knew they had to get it done under Sean Payton, and if they want to be right. a pro, this is the way it is. Or, or you got to go, Ron. All I know mm-hmm. is any coach that I've been around that wants to be buddy buddies, and even though it's man to man, and respect you like a man, we never won anything. June Jones. We never won Jack June Jones, the nicest man. The coach I've been around, the nicest individual, never won any. Uh, the, the one who was like a hard ass on you and like uh, getting all over you, that, like uh, Coach Moore was, that, no, no, they never won anything, but we had a winning team and you actually won something. I'm going back to high school, no matter where I've been, and, and certain, uh, going back to even when I was in Michigan, uh, Jim Stanley, he was one of the junction boys. Uh, the, the movie with Bear Bryant and all. I mean, going back, all I know is that there's something to be because football is hard. If you beat up and you might say, well, man, I, things aren't going my way. Well, I, I don't necessarily want to be out there. No, it's hard. Men, you got to be mentally tough and then also physically be able to handle the adversity that you're dealing with. Ron, thanks for the phone call. Bobby, I want to piggyback on something you just said. Uh, going back to high school, I, look, you played, I played uh, high school baseball. And the biggest thing was, for me, is, and I think it applies in the pros, these players, I, I, I think that Ron's right on the money, these players um, looked at Sean as a, you know, uh, an important figure in their life, and they feared disappointment, right? You probably feared disappointing Jim Mora, You correct? do not want to disappoint your, your coach. Yeah. Because he, he said, you do what I t- tell you to do, we're going to win. I'm going to put you in position to win. Now, you got to have belt to handle adversity. It might be tough love. Some probably, a lot of people don't like tough love. You, know, you got to uh, call a spade a spade. You got to tell the truth. And uh, be able to break down the film and say, oh, okay, either you're getting it done or not getting it done. Now, like, well, keep trying. And you can do better. And I'll know. Uh, you got to get it done. Or are we getting somebody else? Sorry. Listen, my coach was, I mean, a big time jerk. Big time jerk, but he knew what he was talking about, and we trusted him. So you respect him, and we, and we, we didn't want to disappoint him. Yeah, you, you, you he was rough on you. He'd say some awful things to you. But, but you, you can't be just coaching someone because the players will look right through you if you don't know what you're talking about. And right now, uh, the Saints coaches, the coaching staff, they know what they're talking about, but it's how you present the message. That is the outstanding job that Sean Payton did. How he presented that me- message and what he demanded. He he often talked about, or what the players talked about, Sean's biggest strength among many, was showing them early in the week, this is the path to victory. This is how you'll win. And if you don't follow this path, you're not going to win. And, and and he proved it when they would do follow it, the path, follow his, his game plan, and they were winning, and not just, at, you know, not just winning by a couple points, house call on some folks, I mean, just boat racing some folks, 
They really bought in and said, yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. Well, Chris, you know how to always bring that up. If we force three turnovers or more, yeah. even though we don't get yeah. any, if we hold opponents 20 uh, points or less, how the record for the Saints was unbelievable. I can tell you right now, you just so show Sean this. Okay, we're one and two, and we're minus six in the turnover margin for the season. Sean Payne wouldn't have to look at anything else. Oh, well, that's why you wanted two. Mm-hmm. You know, like you minus three, minus uh, three. Dennis Allen knows that too. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. no, Dennis Allen brought it up. One of the first things. No, now the players though got to process that and realize that football is like gold. I, I, I'm telling you, you might want to get these extra yards and be footloose and footloose and fancy free. You, you know what I notice sometimes? This is getting to me now. When you look at a college game, or these young athletes, or, or everyone involved. Why, if you have a chance to catch it with two hands, they're still trying to make one-handed catches? Now, sometimes they'll do it, and it's an unbelievable catch. But then you see them sometimes dropping a one-hand catch. Well, God gave you two hands. Why don't you put up two hands and catch it and score? What, are you trying to make top 10 ESPN? That's exactly why, in many cases. No, no come on. See, to, to me, that's a detriment to your team when you're not doing the best you could do uh, and, and make the probabilities in your favor that you're going to catch the ball Using two hands is better than one. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like an old man here, but uh, my pet peeve is you know some of these players playing with these chains that are you know coming out of their their uniform and well I, well, well you I, shouldn't wear you shouldn't wear jewelry when you play. You can wear jewelry to the game and put it yeah. in lock and lock it up or after the game, but you shouldn't be wearing any jewelry that that could injure you in the game on a football. Yeah, field. and look how much money those guys are paying for those those chains. I just. I just think the athlete has changed, Bobby. Um, you know, there's a lot more me dudes in this league in college football as well than there are we dudes. Well, football is always going to be a team sport. It's never going to be an individual sport. You know, tennis, golf, you know, track and field, like when you're running a race. No, it's you. You're going to win or you're going to lose. You know, but you're counting on a lot of different people when you look at, like football, the team sport, uh, you know, that it is. And you can change all the rules, but as far as winning and losing, that's not going to change. I mean, uh, you cannot turn over the football. Uh, now, you know how we turn it over three times that we needed to get uh, take away the football four times. You got to end up on that plus side. You're going to hear from Saints quarterback Jameis Winston when we come back here on the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. If you're on hold, sit tight. Welcome back to the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We're going to get to your calls first, though. Jameis Winston, Saints quarterback, on the day. Two interceptions, one touchdown, 353 yards. Let me double-check that. My vision is yeah, yeah, it was 353. Yeah. 25 of 41 through the air. He spoke to the media after the Saints fell to the Carolina Panthers, 22 to 14. We don't like to lose, right? That's, that's just it. James, how do you guys just start faster and maintain a, a rhythm like from, from the start of the game? Let's have better execution. Don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Do you feel like you, you know what you guys got to do to find that better execution? Yeah, and we're going to continue to work at it. Yeah, again, the most important thing is us executing, right? That's it. We can't shoot ourselves in the foot. We got to find a way to finish drives, and we will. James, you know all the talent you guys had in the season. Are you surprised with the struggles of the offense so far? Uh, I, I believe in every guy that we have. Uh, and I know uh, together we're going to continue to fight. We're going to continue to get better. We're going to continue to learn each other. Uh, and we're going to find ways 
uh, to be more productive. The, the penalties and turnovers were obvious. They said shoot yourself in the foot. But anything in the passing game or decisions you made that, that you look back on or anything that no, we just we, we just we can't beat we can't put ourselves in, in long down a distance, uh, and that's just on us. We gotta we gotta execute better. Penalties, like we just we can't have penalties. We can't shoot ourselves in, in the foot. Like that's that that's all a part of execution. Like that's pre-snap things. You have a rough day with your wide receivers, injury-wise. How confident are you that they'll be able to come back? And obviously, some guys did fill in and step up. Yeah, we got a bunch of resilient guys, right? Uh, I know Mark came in, step up, had a big catch for us. Chris Chris Alave uh, did did his job today. He did a good job. Uh, hopefully, we get these guys back and rolling and uh, get us a win in London. I know it's put a microscope on one series, but not being able to finish that drive up to the deep uh, pass to Olave, was that a big momentum killer, you think, in this game? No, I mean, every drive matters, um, and, and certain things uh, lead to another. But as a team, collectively, we have a good defense. We have great special teams. We have a great offense. Uh, every team has to hold their end of the stick. And when we shoot ourselves in the foot, that limits us. So we just have to do a better job, especially offensively. That's all I can control, uh, executing and uh, and being more proactive. And uh, and I know we got a bunch of guys that that are that are bought in and are and are, are willing and able uh, to execute. James, is your back going to be able to get better as long as you're still playing the season, or is it just like something you're going to be dealing with the rest of the year? Uh, I I think it's going to get better. Uh, I believe it is, but uh, my focus is on us trying to find a way to finish drives. That's that's my main thing. So, I mean, it's like you landed on your back a lot today. So I, I don't know if like every time that happens, is that just a main thing? Or it's a part, it's part of the game. You're you going to get hit. Um, uh, the, offensive job, the offensive line did a good job protecting me. You know, they have a tough defense. They have schemed up some things, and they found a way to still get a hit on me. Uh, that's just them being being who they are. Uh, I mean, we, we had a good plan. I, I think they, they did a lot of zero pressures. And when you run zero, uh, you can't block, block them all. Uh, so having, having schemes, we, Pete did a good job scheming up plays to get the ball out of our hands. Uh, and sometimes the only, scat, only sack that we had uh, was uh, in the red zone where uh, we got sacked and it wasn't, in, it wasn't out of field goal range. And we just had a, again, we put ourselves in long down and distance. Uh, and we had a, a, lo- a longer developing play and they brought zero, and we couldn't, couldn't block them all. So uh, that, that was unfortunate there. James, when you have a, a game like this as a quarterback of the team and you feel like um, it's a good moment for leaders to step forward, or do you all feel like, hey, this was just a bad game to move on? I think all of us, all of us are uh, accountable. And, uh, and we, we receive anything that's going to come with this. I believe all of us are going to dig deep uh, and find a way to persevere. Uh, that's a part of this game. Uh, obviously, our, lead, our leaders are called upon to step up in these times. But I think as a football team, that's the most beautiful thing about a football team. Uh, you individually have to assess yourself uh, and find a way to get better and what you can do to help this team. What are some strengths that Trayvon Smith and Marquez Callaway add to like the receiving group since they stepped up a lot today? Uh, well, I, I think just. You know my connection with them. You know, uh, since I first got here, I've been uh, taking more reps than them than uh, any of the other three receivers that I have. So uh, definitely, our our, um, our connection 
Uh, and, and both of those guys are just real tough individuals, and they're long and uh, attack the ball really well. Yeah, you know, my first year here, we was one and two. Uh, you know, so this this team, this organization has been here before. Uh, so we're just going to find a way to persevere uh, and, and get on a run and, again, look in, assess ourselves, and find a way to, to, to get better. James, it seemed like there was a moment on the sideline you were very frustrated um, on camera. Was that just a general frustration of how the game was going or something specific that happened in the game that you were frustrated about? Uh, you know, I, I, I'd say prior to trying to keep my poise, you know, it probably was a reaction of something that I saw uh, on the screen or something. Uh, I don't think it escalated uh, from there. Uh, uh, looks can be very deceiving. Are you comfortable running with football right now? Well, I think. You, are you talking about me individually? Yes. Yeah, my, my job is to, is to throw the football and get it to the athletes uh, around around me. You know, I, I think uh, we've been doing a good job schematically getting some things out, but when it's third and, and long distances, teams are playing, are, are clamping on everybody, and they probably got a guy watching me. You know, when we have the third and 10 versus third and four, uh, it's a different situation uh, when it comes to using your feet, using my feet. I don't do a lot of, we don't do a lot of RPO things. So, uh, you know, that's just not part of the off, this offense. No, no, we just got we just got to continue to get better and uh, and find a way to persevere. And the trust you've developed in Chris Olave, his double-digit targets two weeks in a row, is that? Is that well, I think I, I think I think that that was I mean that that was brought on upon us, you know, Jarvis, Jarvis and Mike, we lost them, you know, uh, in the fourth quarter. So uh, you know that's that's how that ends up happening. Did you talk to like Alvin at all in this fumble? Is that something you say? Look, he knows. Man. I, that's probably the first time I ever seen Alvin fumble. Like he, he's he's resilient. He's gonna be okay. Uh, but it's our job as a team to have his back. You know he's gonna be fine. Uh, AK is one of the best players in this league. You know uh, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna think twice about it. He's just gonna keep on getting better uh, and find a way find a way to, to uh, be a better Alvin. Right, thank you. That was Jameis Winston after the Saints lost twenty two to fourteen to fall one and two on the season. We'll step away and come back, wrap up the point after on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. All right, back here, winding down on the point after. Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair, I'm Christian Garrick on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We're not going to be able to get to any of you guys that are on, guys and gals that are on hold. Uh, call tomorrow on Second Guest with Bobby and Mike. They'll be recapping and unpacking and this the game silver slipper, from yeah. the Silver Slipper. So call them, same number. Uh, but I apologize. <laughs> I couldn't get to all of you. I, I apologize for that. But, Bobby, yeah, your parting well, words. Well, and I know a lot of fans have viewed this. Uh, it seems like we go up-tempo, uh, like almost two-minute offense, uh, that we're able uh, to move the ball. Look what happened in the Falcons game. Uh, when we traditionally like slowing it down and trying to analyze, call a play traditionally, and go to the line, run it, that we've been stalling, making mistakes, penalties. We don't get any continuity. Where we've done almost like a desperate situation, having to play catch-up two-minute, that's when we've had success with Jameis. Now, to me, I'm not saying you can't start a game like that. And you can't run it every now and then, but you cannot run a whole game like that. What team in the NFL... And the NFL, I'm not talking about college. I know when the NFL runs offense like that, zero. Because it's not sustainable. Because it'd be too much you can't afford if you're going fast pace 
to have like a three and out or three and out. The defense is looking at you. What? We got to go back out on the field already? Well, we just got out. Mm-hmm. You're not playing complimentary football. Now, at the end of the game, we have to do that because we're desperate. We're trying to play catch up. The one thing they got to do better, and this has never been the case, even when Pete Carmichael was calling the plays for three-plus seasons, when Sean Payton was not available out of the 16 seasons, they got to convert on third down. I have noted this. We have never, never been this bad. Uh, uh, and, and from 2006 to 21 on third down offense. Our third down defense is outstanding. But our third down offense is El Succo. We usually setting the stage. Or, 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 uh, we like to post a child or what you do on third down to sustain drives to move the chains. We were 29th. Uh, 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 we were, I should say we were, uh, let me see, third down offense. Yeah, no, we were 25th. Because uh, Carolina wasn't any good on, on third down offense. We were 25th coming into the game. Chris, we, we have not even been like 40% uh, percent completion, I mean, um, conversion on, on third down. And that's what exactly. We've been like number one in the league. You know, one year with Drew Brees, I want to say we were like 55%. That, that's unheard of for a whole season. That The defense loves you and they're motivated when that happens. But that's one thing against the Vikings. I'm not saying we got to complete 50%. But if we have a chance to, let's say, uh, go 15 uh, third down plays, how about we make a eight out of uh, out of 15 instead of three or four out of 15? No, that makes a difference how the game transpires. And but we want it. We, listen, they, they know that if we go fast pace, it's going to work. But I'm just telling you, you cannot do that throughout the game. All right, that's a wrap. We're back on the air on next Sunday for the Bud Light Countdown to kick off at 6:30 a.m. Central. Yep. Bobby, do you think? All right, bon nuit, les Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.